0: 13. It said, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, write, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, said the Spirit, that they may rest from their labor and their works do follow them. Amen. So I want you to understand that there is a labor that produces continuity. And I remember many years ago when my mom passed away. I was troubled by it because she was a prophetess. She was a lead, a woman of diligence, a woman who loved God. And I didn't understand why she passed away. And when she passed away, the only thing that could console me when I heard the voice of God saying that, I, the Lord, covenanted with her, and we decided that I, the Lord, will continue in your life in her absence. That was the only thing that consoled me because I, cried, I worked for over one year. Praise the Lord. So there is a, an attitude of God that when one incorporates himself or a servant to it, you will see the glory of God continuously and repetitively in your life. Hallelujah. Uh, Contributing to the building, uh, uh, to building a place of worship is like contributing to the building of the ark of the meeting by Moses. Where God dwells among his people who meet in his name. And this his presence goes with them. Anytime the children of Israel were going and moving around, They were able to experience the glory of God when the ark of the Lord was being built. And the ark of the Lord carried the presence of God. And I want, I'm not, I'm going to, there are so, there are so many things or so many examples of many giving that produces its own kinds. It replicates itself. And I'm not going to talk about them. I can light some few ones here, but I'm focusing on committing to building for God. Amen. The church building. We are talking about the CBF project. Now this was a message that General Basia sent to us. The main text is the Revelation chapter 14 verse 13. Then I looked through the scriptures and I came to a a point where I said, if there is a giving that continues giving, doesn't mean only when you help build the, the temple or the physical building, that is when God will continuously reproduce blessings in your life, as he says. Then I check in 2 Samuel chapter nine, verse three. Second Samuel chapter nine, verse three. The Bible says the king asks, "Is there anyone still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness? I can show God's kindness." Ziba answered the king, "There is still a son of Saul, Jonathan. He is is lame, both feet." Now, this was a story about when David became a king, and you know that the rightful person who could have occupied in the instead of Saul was supposed to be Jonathan. And the Bible said that David was chosen in place of Jonathan by divine mandate. And the Bible said that Jonathan, in his human imagination and human thought, he was not fleshly minded, but he was spiritually minded. Therefore, he understood the precepts and the ordinances of God. And he allowed David to become a king, even when his father objected it. And you know the relationship between Jonathan and David. It was a very tight friendship. And the Bible said that Jonathan gave a bed to a son whose name was Ziba whose name was Mephibosheth sorry whose name was Mephibosheth and this boy his father was dead his his everybody was dead and gone and the bible said that because of the kindness that Jonathan showed to David the bible said that that kindness decided to speak praise the lord i like it when the bible said God's kindness it is based on the premise of God. Praise the Lord. And I want you to understand that it was as a result of the kindness of the father of Jonathan that made room for Mephibosheth. Praise the Lord. So this is one of the giving that kept on continuously giving. The other example is in Matthew chapter 26, verse 13. It says, verily I say unto you, whosoever, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman has done, be told for a memorial of her. This was a woman who poured the alabaster oil on the feet of Jesus. And Jesus said, this giving you have done, I will give to you perpetually. Praise the Lord. This woman is dead and gone, but there is a giving that God has made provision in the scriptures that her name is being mentioned. I pray today for you that there is a giving you are about to embark on that will speak even for your children and children's children. In, in 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 10 to 12, the Amplified, it said, and, and, and look at this was a story about a woman. Let me read it. And had commanded him concerning these things, that he should not follow other gods. But he did not observe, remember, obey, what the Lord had commanded. Therefore the Lord said unto Solomon, because you have done this, and have not kept my commandment and my status, which I have commanded you, I will certainly tear the kingdom away from you. And give it to your servant. However. Say however. However. I will not do it in your lifetime. For the sake of your father David. But I will tear it out of the hand of your son. Praise the Lord. Jeroboam. Jeroboam was supposed to become a king. And you know the story about Solomon. Solomon was supposed to have the kingship. But the Bible said that he did not obey the laws and the instructions of God. And the Bible said he said, "Because of you didn't follow my instruction, I wanted to take it from you, but because of your father, because of who, your father. Your father did some things for me that when I look at it, I can't treat you like the way I want to treat you. I pray that this step you are about to embark on it will affect your next generations. Hallelujah." The one that I love the most is John chapter 3, verse 16. It said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This giving that Jesus did, even when he is not physically here, that giving is still producing for him. I pray that this giving you are about to embark on will open doors for you. The last one. The giving, that continuous giving, it sees what, what the, our father told us in the message. He said, he said I want you to seize the opportunity. them. I don't know how it's pronounced. C-A-R-P-E. How do you pronounce that word? Capedem. Capedem. Then We have D-I-E-M. Praise the Lord. It, in Latin, it means seize the opportunity. There are certain opportunities that will never ever come again. If it ever come again, it will not come together in your generation. Praise the Lord. I want us to understand that the message that our father sent to us. He said, I have sat down and I've come to a conclusion by experience. He said, I want you to understand there is a giving that affects the next generation, and that is what I want you guys to embark on. He said, using resources to build the kingdom of God, continue giving back. It, it is an investment that produces a return that helps God's business on this head, which also follow you to heaven. It's such a contribution served like the mountain before God. As was the case of the sacrifice Cornelius related to God. The Bible said, which moved God to send him a word that saved him and his household. In Acts chapter 10, there was a man called Cornelius. Cornelius loved God and he sacrificed for God. And the Bible said that in the time of difficulty, in the time when everything was against him, the Bible said because of his kindness, God sent a word that delivered his family. I pray to them, as we embark on this project wholeheartedly, I pray that may God send a word to you in your day of trouble in the name of Jesus. It said so your contribution will earn you a special attention from heaven. You may also record the centurion whose servant Jesus healed because there was a testimony that he built a synagogue for the Jew. And that's everywhere the gospel is preached. This contribution is cited as an example. When I look at Luke chapter 7 verse 3 to 6, they amplified The Bible said that when Cornelius heard about Jesus, he sent some Jew leaders to him asking him to come and save the life of his of his slave when they reached Jesus they pleaded look at it this man called this man is a a wise man it a so when when they reached Jesus they pleaded with him endlessly to come saying he is worthy for you to come to his dwelling because he loved our nation, he built us our synagogues. Praise the Lord! This man decided to build a synagogue when Jesus came to town. The people said that this man you cannot afford not to listen to him because he has built us what the synagogues? Praise the Lord! <laughs> he said, This man you can't you can't pass by this cow. he's a man who loves our nation he has built us a synagogue it was one man it was one one man one man built a synagogue for god i had a story recently about two women in the church who, who were who are in the church and i've heard that they do, they want to build the church a bigger place of worship and the, the two of them have come to a place to say that we have decided to do extra work to build this temple. To build the house of God. A place where the children of God will sit and encounter heaven. Two people came together and did that. In our day, we will do more than that. Tell your neighbor, in our day, we will do more than that. This, there, is a, there is something God is about to do in your life. That it's only as a result of showing some kindness to God. When this building we are in, it was as a result of somebody's labor. It was the giving of somebody that made room for you to sit here. I'll be preaching a message very soon. And that message is the dynamics changes if somebody does it for you. You Remember the story when there was a master who forgave his servant who was owing him. And the Bible said that this man who was forgiven of his debt went and found his brother who was owing him. And the Bible said he didn't treat him fairly. When the master heard it, the dynamics changes. If you enjoy the pleasure of something, you have to continuously to replicate. As we are sitting here today, how many of you have been in the church you never contributed to build a church before? I, me, I'm number one. You want to be part of this project, not because of any man, but because of God. They said, we cannot let you go. Please, this man has built us a place of worship. I'm trusting the Lord that we will build a place of worship when the devil sees it. He will say, this house, I'm not coming close to it. The kingdom given is something that God says he will never forget. And also make him a just God. In Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, the Bible says that God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped His people and continue to help them. The place of worship serves many purposes. Above all, it is a place where children of God meet to worship Him. So imagine what goes to your credit when any time the saint meet in a place where you have contributed to bring into place and to be maintained for his glory. The Bible says a person who wins a soul is wise accordingly, although that is the first thing which produces unceasing benefit when saints meet in a good place. They are able to worship God in tranquility, and therefore, those who contribute in making the place available also stand to gain from their contribution. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 1 to 5, the Bible talks about the story of the sons of the prophet. The Bible said that they spoke to the prophet Elisha and said, The place where we are is too small. The word "too small" is a figurative expression to say that it is not a comfortable place for us to be. And the Bible said that they said to Elisha, "We have to get a bigger place." And what marvels me the most—the sons of the prophet—when they went to cut down trees, the Bible said when they were cutting, the ass fell into the water. And guess what they said? One rushed to the prophet and said, "Hey, alas, it was borrowed." The word borrowed tells you that it was something they were stretching themselves to do. It is not out of comfort, but out of necessity. Praise the Lord. It is out of necessity. We come here, we stand outside. These wonderful people are sacrificing for us. It is their place of worship, even though it's belong to God. They have, it's their own physical, it's their own building, according to the laws. But they make room for us to worship. There is more we can do. There is more we can do. I love a church, a church building. You enter when an unbeliever enter and see what is in the church. That is why I love Solomon. I love David. David used great jewelry, great resources to build the temple. Why? It's God deserved more than that. Hallelujah. And it's our time. Tell your neighbor, it's our time. In Agai chapter 1, verse 7 to 8. He said, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up onto the mountains and bring down timbers and build me my house. So that I may take pleasure in it. And be honest, says the Lord. But seven, the chairman of the committee, the CBF chairman of the committee. We were looking at it and it's around about 5%. To 10% of the members who are supporting this project. 5%. I want you to understand that it is not for human gain. It is for the heavenly purpose. Hallelujah. And I believe that there is a testament. There is a new wave coming into your life. That God is about to move some things in your life. That you will be able to support this project. In the name of Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7 to 8, it said, each of you should give, listen to this, listen, this, I'm finished now. It said, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. That is not what I'm doing here today. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will you will ab- you will, you will abound in every good work? Praise God. So this over here, I am not coming to come no, no no coming to force you. Forcing is not part of my agenda here. I am sharing the burden that I have with you. Praise the Lord. In the world in which we find us now, pornography has become so... Anytime you type porn on on the internet and it pops out like this with videos and things. And unnecessary things being broadcasted to us. It costs money but somebody somewhere who desire in the things of the devil has sponsored it. This is a wealthy cause we have to sponsor. The churches are shutting down because the church has decided to abandon God. Praise the Lord. There is a descriptive or a saying that, is, you know, somebody said, I'm broke like a church mouse. How can the house of God be broke like a church? What do you mean? That you are broke like a church mouse. Is that how the house of God is? You are broke like a church mouse. Are you? you are broke like a church mouse. It's like somebody saying, I'm broke like the... The prime minister's the mouse in the prime minister's house. Hey, the the prime minister. If there is a rat in his house, they eat good food. Hallelujah. So we are going to build. Not under. We are not. I'm not. How many of you know that? Ever since the church started, eh? I think we've done fundraising. I think once or twice. Even sometimes I come to church and I forget we have to give offering. It It should tell you that it's not that we want the souls to be saved. Praise the Lord. Amen. In Exodus chapter 35, verse 20 to 21, the Bible says, so the whole Israel, continue, listen to this, this is to surprise you. Then the whole Israelite community withdrew from Moses' presence. Why did they withdrew? Because Moses said they were going to build for God. Hmm? So they withdrew. Because we said they should, bring, they should bring jewelry and stuff. They withdrew. I don't want you to withdraw. Tell your neighbor, don't withdraw. This year, TBA project, because of that, don't say you are not coming to church again. Hallelujah. But look at what happened. Verse number 21. And everyone who was willing and whose heart moved them came and brought an offering to the Lord for the work on the tent of the meeting, for all his service, and for the sacred garment. Precious one, God wants us to build him a good place. If you you see the way sometimes God is waiting for you to move, for him to move in your life, you never know. Exodus chapter 35 verse 29, listen to this. All the Israelites, all the Israelites, men and women, who were willing brought, I want willing people today, in the name of Jesus. He said, who were willing brought to the Lord, free offering, free will offering, for all the work. The Lord, you Moses, had commanded them to do. God has commanded me. And I want you to support this project. I'm not a pastor who wants to take, take. I am a giver. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When I started the church, those of you who were with me, I had only one suit. I decided I was not changing it. So that somebody would not tell me I don't have what to wear. That is why I wore one suit. One suit. There was one. I wore it repeatedly and continuously and repetitively. I wore it so good that people can discover me from from what I wore. But today, God has been good. In Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24, 25, the Bible says, one person gives freely, yet gain even more. Another withholds I like the amplifier. And keep it. But come to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Today as you refresh in the building of this project. The Lord will bless you. I said the Lord will bless you. The last thing I'm saying and I'm done. In 1st Chronicles chapter 22 verse 6 to 8. He said, then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord. The God of Israel, David said unto Solomon, My son, I had it. I had it in my heart to build a house for the Lord in the name of the Lord my God. But his word, but this word of the Lord came to me. You have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not to build a house for my name because you have shed much blood on the earth in my sight. David was prevented from building a house for God. He charged Solomon. When you read the Bible carefully, the Bible said that Solomon built the house of God before he even built this. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to plead with somebody under the sound of my voice. We want to go and we want to build the house a house for God. We want to build a temple where God would dwell. I want to plead with you. I know the amount can be fearing, 500,000. But I, I don't know whether you quote this scripture. It says with God. <laughs> it's not with the devil. With the devil, all things are not possible. But with God, all things are all are possible. I am not forcing any. I can't, I can't even force you because after here you are going home. So how can I force you? But I am pleading with somebody under the sound of my voice. This message, mm, predominantly, it was given by the General here. He's saying that there is a giving that continues giving, and as we build this, as we get the place of worship, the gatekeepers are praying, we are fasting, we are seeking the face of God to have this building, and as we have this building, we believe it shall be used for the glory of God. Hallelujah. The devil wants to tell you that, don't do it, but I want to plead with you, do it. Our late mother, our late mom, our late Dickens, when she was alive, she woke up in the morning, walked around everywhere looking for a place of worship with Brother Edward, who was a chairman, who is a chairman for the seeking for the place of worship. And she told her, run, and every now and then it became her language. And because it became her language, it was her, her desire. Precious one, I want to plead with you. God has not brought us this far to put us to shame. If you would diligently, you don't, do, don't look at anybody to give. Precious one, this is a deception from the pit of hell. We are not looking at the amount that is being given. We are looking at The proportionate giving. The Bible said the widow's might may be small, but she gave all. Give according to what you have decided to give. Praise the Lord. And I want to plead with you, as we embark on this type of giving, I believe God will open doors for us. Hallelujah. Let's have the communion. I want you to stand on your feet. I want us to pray shortly. You want to pray to God that oh, God use me to contribute to this project. You want to pray to God. God use me to contribute to this project. Today's message is to tell you that helped this project, the CBF project. Help it. Help this. God is going to use it to bless you. You want to pray that, Father, strengthen me. Give me that I may be able to give. Give me understanding. Give me a willing heart. Give me a willing heart. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Give me a willing heart. Begin to pray. God, give me a willing heart to support this project. Some of us want to do it, but death and things have surrounded us, you want to test God and this and say, Father, strengthen me. Let me be part of this project. As I labor in this, as I sacrifice for this project, Father, make way for me in my life. Begin to pray, begin to pray. Because I said we are those. I I oh was a mistake. I was going them. I, mean, I said that what you said, to, hey, I, to on, I could not be there. My God, my father, my in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, say something. My father was doing so When I saw the way he was doing that. But I get this For about 10 if I give you one, then I go that when I give. It opens doors. The devil has made you realize he said there is he that giveth, he never lacked. I will teach about the mystery of giving, and you understand it. Apart from giving my free will, my tithe in this church, apart from supporting the church project, I don't support with tens of hundreds, hundreds of pounds. Apart from that. I'm part of the Mission Council. We sponsor project that takes place outside. And I have never luck. I used to give five pounds. And the devil told me I shouldn't move out. I moved to ten pounds. I thought I would be broke. But after one year, I saw that I was having more. than I was giving five pounds. I moved from five pounds to ten pounds. Then I started giving twenty pounds. I am waiting for a time when I will come to church and give an offer my normal offering is going to be 100 pounds 200 pounds, 300 pounds why? because God is true you have been made to believe that you, oh you have no idea you, if you think I'm preaching this for you to, the bible said they said, to, they said to Esther they said I want you to understand God has placed you in this position for a purpose you could have decided not to come to church, but you are here because God wants you to do it. He said that if, if you guys will not praise me, he said, my praise, I don't have a problem because I can cause anything to praise me. The stone can praise me. I want to beg of you. God knows you haven't gone, but he's telling you you are the one to give to away. I pray that God will touch your heart. Amen. I pray that your attitude towards this project will change Amen. and as we give towards this project may God enlarge our course Amen. in Jesus name Amen. Amen this bread you are going to eat I remember there was a comedian who was joking and said God I pray that as this entered into your body may no sickness come to your toilet may you be refreshed may you receive spiritual renewal amen. in the name of jesus amen. i thank you lord in jesus name amen. amen whilst we are singing you want to have a commitment, you want to have one of the prayers, you want to pray that god change my status change my level change my mindset renew my mind give me strength to serve you wholeheartedly, to be part of building your ministry. Come on begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. So that when Jesus prayed he was strengthened. He went to the cross after being strengthened. You can't do the will of God until you are strengthened by him. You want to pray today and say Father give me the strength, give me the ability, give me the grace, give me the doability, give me the ability, give me the enablement, give me the capacity. Give me the strength to do what you want me to do. Thank you, Father. Father, I, I pray over the spread. That strength in the spread. I pray for any child who is going to eat the bread That wisdom shall be your portion. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. God is renewing your strength. Wisdom shall be your portion. You can't have the embodiment of Jesus and lack wisdom. It shall be your portion. Shall we have the bread? Thank you, Jesus. I need the, oh, I need. Have the one. May God strengthen you. I pray for the anointing that causes one to mount up with the wings like eagle. May you begin to run and not become weary in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and favor you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Shall we show the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall pursue us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Get, look at your neighbor and say be part of this